I've mentioned it many times, but just because it, it's the, the, the most personal example I have of it where people uh, kind of blame God for things. And it was uh, uh, this woman I know, she, uh, I was at St. Mark's Parish, and I came out the sacristy door, and it, it is, came to a corner where the front door, left door of the church was opening, and out comes this woman, and she's walking with a cane, and I said to her, uh, what are you doing with the cane? Because she never had one before. She says, I was walking yesterday, and I stepped off the curb and twisted my ankle. God, why are you doing this to me? And I thought it was the strangest thing I ever heard. I, Honey, you, you just aren't walking right. I mean, don't blame God. Um, I mention it because I personally find these scriptures um, a bit disturbing when I keep hearing God blamed for everything and God's wrath and his anger and his hatred and his punishment. And, and this reading starts out that way again. You know, um, God talks about the barren woman and the and the and even I believe it even mentioned the, the prostitute like you're you're just wicked and and, and I will make you barren and uh, I'll um, I, talks about the 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 grieved in spirit for these people who haven't done what they should do but then he says but I will love you I will take you back I will never ever leave you. So I thought to myself, I was writing my little article today for the Facebook, and I thought, what's this like? And this is what I came up with. Let's say you're walking down the street on your block, you're just taking an evening walk, and there's this new family that's moved in recently, and, and uh, you don't really know them, you've seen them, you, you don't get a feel for them yet, but one night, as you're walk, taking your evening walk, you hear this screaming and yelling and crying, and it's... You can't understand the words, but it is obvious there's something horrible going on in that house. I mean, that's the only logical thing, screaming. You hear people crying, sobbing. And so you're just about to go to the police, and then finally you discover it's they, they just won a $150 million lottery. A $150 million lottery. And every possible difficulty they had that has anything to do with money and finances is completely solved, and they've lost it. Well, you know, maybe we do that with God, or maybe at least in the, especially the Old Testament times, people did. You know, when, when they turned away from God, and when they stopped listening to God, and when they ignored the covenant that he had made with them, and when they went after things uh, that were material and just possessions, and, and when they disordered their lives, and then their lives began to fall apart. Maybe the consequences of sin is that our lives fall apart. But then to immediately blame it on God, I don't know about that. Doesn't it make more sense to say, God, it's not you, it's me. You haven't sinned, I have sinned. God, you haven't done wrong, I've done wrong. And what looks like your wrath isn't your wrath, it's the consequences of my sin. Now, I think that Jesus shows that, and a perfect example in this reading from the gospel, he has... Uh, 
encountered the Pharisees and the scribes criticizing him and rejecting him no matter what he does, no matter the healings. We've heard about him all week. All this messianic stuff right in their face. He's healing and curing and raising the dead and blah, 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 blah. And they just don't see it. Where do you get this authority? Who do you think you are, they say. So they apparently walk away and Jesus is looking at the crowd that came to follow him, probably full of prostitutes and tax collectors and all kinds of sinners, people that are engaged by his word. But he doesn't let that, that fascination with him be enough. He starts questioning them. What did you go out in the desert to see? Well, what are you here for? A reed swaying in the wind? Somebody dressed well? They belong in palaces, not out here. What'd you go out to see? Did you even maybe come to see a prophet? Well, bingo. You got more than a prophet. You got John, the messenger of the Lord. No man has been born of a woman that is greater than John the Baptist. But the big line is to follow. He says, but the least born into the kingdom of God is greater than John. What a mouthful. But the passage ends by his noticing how many people would reject the kingdom of God. The people that would question, the people that were not baptized by John, who hadn't yet heard the message, the invitation of the kingdom, were rejecting the kingdom. Now, when we read this, of course, we look back at those ancient times 2,000 years ago, and we can judge them. But the question is always, what about us, the reader? What does this do to us? What is hearing this passage open up in us? Or what could it open up? And what I think it could open up is an awareness about our own response. And I say it again and again. I, I, I like to say, I'm not preaching to you. I'm preaching to myself. But I'll let you listen to me, okay? But I'm telling myself this. Perry Liker. Are you a good forgiver or a grudge holder? Perry Liker, are you truly in service to others or are you a controller? Perry Liker, do you have compassion for all? Are you generous? The list goes on and on and on. We know what the gospel asks of us. And the way I see it is the more that I hear the gospel and I let it in, the more I know that it will transform me and make me a godlike person. And that's the purpose. So, Perry Liker, what did you come out in this Advent to see and hear? Hmm, what was it? Beautiful Advent wreath with a new candle lit each week, getting ready this Friday to set up the crib and the manger for Christmas or whenever it is we do it, uh, getting ready for even more decorations. Um, uh, expecting uh, probably because I get them all the time tamales, more Christmas tamales, like I, you know, to make me a fatter person. What am I? What I? What am I here in this Advent? What am I looking for? What's possible? And God, the question is this: You sent your Son Jesus Christ into this world, and you want Him to be in me. Am I open? Am I willing? Am I listening? Please stand and let us bring our intentions to God, asking him 
to have mercy on our needs and the needs of the world. <laughs> 